Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. Uh, you mentioned it was going to rain down there, Llewellyn. Um, yeah, so if you hear any thunder, I almost said sea lightning, but you obviously won't see it. Um, <laughs> Just imagine it in your mind's eye. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also at my mom's house, which is a tin house, so if you hear rain... Just ignore it. It's currently raining right now, but it's not that hard, so I don't know how much harder it's going to get. The thunder sounds pretty intense, so we'll see. I, can, I can't I can hear it through here, but... That's good. I did turn my gain down, and I got closer to the mic, so hopefully mm. you wouldn't hear it, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you're doing a, a, a great job. Thanks. I try. Commend- commendations to you. Thanks. Today, I worked from home. I had um, a guy who was coming to service the apartment. They do, like, out, like, external, because we're at a duplex. They do um, probably every, like, three months or so, Cook's Pest Control comes out and services the outside of the apartment. Um, But it had been a while since they had, like, come in and switched out some of the, like, little bug traps that they give for the inside. Um... And we had gotten rid of a few, especially right by the door. You know how, like, old houses just have bad seals? And so it's, like, right by the door is where all the bugs get in. Um, So I needed to replace a few of those. But they didn't give me, like, a time window. So I was like, well, I'm not going to drive all the way down, like, all the way to work and then all the way back. I'm just going to do it from home. So it was very nice. Nice. Um, I watched... One of the episodes during my lunch break. <laughs> I watch them during perfect. work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Well, uh, we were left on kind of a cliffhanger with Phoebe, Phoebe's water breaking. So give us the episode recap into this episode so we can pick up where we left off. Sounds good. Um, all right. This week we watched, well... The one titled The One with the Triplets or The 100th. It is the Friends 100th episode. Yay, congrats. This is written by Marta Kaufman and David Crane and directed by Kevin S. Bright and originally aired on October 8th, 1998. Phoebe is rushed to the hospital where triplets are born and Joey gets hospitalized next when his sympathy labor pains turn out to be kidney stones. And an unsuspecting mm. Rachel arranges a date for Monica with a male nurse. Very nice. Um, okay. Whoa! Yeah. That was awesome. I wish you guys could have seen the lightning that came right before that. I'm gonna Dude, just, that was so dope! I'm just going to leave that in because I feel like you guys need to experience a Florida thunderstorm it's a, during hurricane yeah, season. Yeah, we don't need we don't need any of that stuff headed at all. You should see how much my uh, mic peaked on that one. Dang, I think mine over, well, mine didn't peak over here, I guess, because we have our audio and uh, input and output are different, but dang, that was amazing. At first, I thought someone was getting shot. (laughs) (laughs) They do have that tendency sometimes. Uh, Because it seemed to come out of nowhere. So anyways. Um, Okay, so in the soft open, we open up on the group entering into the hospital, like, check-in area, I guess. Um... Phoebe, like, they're all, you know, hey, I have a baby coming out of me. Phoebe's, like, tells the nurse that the dad is her brother. 
because she's like, which one of you is the dad? And they're like, oh, no, 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 none of us, none of us is the dad. And she's like, no, the dad is my brother. And obviously that always gets looks from everybody. And even Rachel calls it out. She's like, I'm going to so miss make it like you freaking people out like that. Which I thought was a good call out because usually they don't draw attention to the way that they're doing jokes in the show, if you know what I mean. So the fact that even Rachel like called that out was cool. Yeah. Um, Joey, now this is, this is classic 90s. Joey whips out the camcorder and is essentially documenting, you know, the event. And he's like, you know, the kid, the twins are, or the triplets are going to see this someday. Like, what do you want to say? And she's like, you know, excited. And then she's like, don't hurt me because, you know, there's going to be three of them coming out. Yeah. Um, now Monica and Chandler come rushing in and the friends, you know, kind of wonder out loud what took them so long, uh, since their cab came or left the apartment at the same time as theirs did. And then Monica makes up this, you know, big fat lie where she's like, I went back for my jacket. And, and then after a minute, like you just watch Rachel, like look her kind of up and down and she's like, you're not wearing a jacket. And so... Monica just kind of feigns stupidity. It's like, oh, no, I did it again. And, you know, Chandler's just going right along with it because they have to keep up the ruse, obviously. And then Phoebe is about to, like, delegate some things out. Like, you go call this person. You guys need to call this person. And then all of a sudden, Joey's Joey gets real inappropriate real fast. Yeah. He's about to, like, shoot his camcorder all up in her biz and she's like what are you doing he's like well i gotta get the before and after right and phoebe's face was like no (laughs) no you don't um okay so in the main part of the episode then ross and rachel one 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 fact before we i mean jump really like means the whole episode but so this is the second episode um the first one being the one with the birth that solely takes place in the hospital. Like, we will not leave the hospital this entire episode. Yes. And then a thing I forgot to say last episode, but I noticed again this episode, so I'm going to say it, because I feel like all we do is bash on Ross. I, <laughs> I'm i going to give him a compliment, because I honestly... Our listeners would probably agree. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly love his hair, the length it is in this, like, beginning of the season. It's like, oh, it's not okay. like super long, but it's not like short. It's like just maybe it's because it's a little bit more unkempt than normal. Like he usually has so much gel in it, um, but it just looks better. And it could be maybe he's just so frazzled with the whole Emily thing, but I like it. Okay. You just said a word that triggers me so much. Can I talk about this real quick? Is it unkempt? Here's the deal. I was listening to another podcast today. And they also used that word. And I thought to myself, why, 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 how come, why? Because kempt itself is not the way that that word is used in the opposite. Like you don't say that they're like, they look kept, kempt with an M, P and a T. They look kept, K-E-P-T. Like that is a word. That is a word that is used to describe a person who is put together. Now, mind you, we don't use it very often because there are better ways to say that than like they look like a kept person. Like that's just weird. But 
Kempt is never used singularly by itself. Unkempt should not be a word. And I don't understand why. Why? Llewellyn, why? I don't know. I don't know. It's never bothered me. Um, I can literally I the fact that you said that today shocks me I because I was your just reasoning. outraged earlier today. No, I understand your reasoning and everything you said makes sense, but I don't. I didn't hear a word you said after you said unkempt. I'm sorry. I was raging inside. Well, when you, I have no idea what you when said. When you listen to this episode again, you'll hear it. I want you to edit that out. I want you to edit that phrase out. <laughs> Not editing it out. <laughs> it's staying. Okay, then make a pact. You will never use that word in front I of me again. I will try not to because that's a weird word to not like. It's a it's a weird word. It is a weird word. I do period. That. Just yes. put a period at the end of yes. that. It's a weird word. Update: The okay. rain has picked up. I can barely hear okay, it. I'm still good. I'm still interiorly raging on the inside. And interiorly is a better word than kempt. Unkempt. Oh, I can hear it in the background. His it's hair kind of soothing. looked. Looks a mess. Okay? Disheveled. 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 Sure. I was trying to just use a different Thank word. You. Okay. I'm sorry. I will never use unkempt in front of you again. Thank you. You heard it here, friends. Okay. Let's return to our story. Um, Ross and Rachel come in to tell Phoebe that her doctor is late because she isn't coming due to a personal injury. She has fallen and hit her head. And Phoebe calls her stupid. <laughs> Like, she's a stupid person for falling. Um, Her first contraction hits. uh, And as she's kind of, like, psyching herself up, she's starting to get the friends involved. And all of a sudden, it kind of passes without much pain. However, Joey gets a back spasm, which Phoebe points out as sympathy pain. And she finds it to be very sweet. And he's like, I didn't know I cared that much (laughs) to be having a sympathy pain. Now, the new doctor comes in. And seems really nice, like seems like confident in his skill set, confident in the current like stage of her laboring, like seems like everything's going to be good. Like if, if you were concerned because your doctor wasn't there, this doctor should have put that at ease. But then right as it seems like he's going to pass the test, he just he he just says, I, I love I love Fonzie. Which sort of has the group perplexed because he just walks out of the room after this declaration. Yeah, it was very, like, matter of fact, but also, like, where the heck did that come from? Yeah, just out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, the brother shows up really excited. Frank Frank Jr. is, oh, I wait, mean, wait, he's Oh, we go there. So, oh, yeah. Um, fun fact. I think everybody knows this, but his... Her doctor says, I love Fonzie, which obviously is a reference to Happy Days. Um, but this is not the first time that Happy Days is mentioned in the series. In mm-hmm. the one at the beach, the gang the is beach! the gang is yes. playing a game of strip Happy Days at the beach house. <laughs> um, and then additionally, uh, in the one where Monica gets a roommate, Rachel is seen watching the final episode of Happy Days in which Joni and Chachi get married and tear, mm. tearfully comments, but Joni loved Chachi. That's the difference. Reasoning that this is why she didn't go through with her own wedding to Barry. Yes. And then the doctor, Dr. Harad, I think is what he said his name was, um, 
Mm. He, the doctor that delivers her babies, is also a doctor in ER as Dr. Kaysen, the head of cardiology, which makes this the third appearance by an ER doctor since the series started. Nice. Okay. Those are some good facts. Yeah, I try. Um, okay, so then Frank Jr. shows up, and he explains that Alice is in Delaware and on her way, but luckily she did forward the LaMazda information over to him so that he would know how to if- assist Phoebe. And obviously, you know, Chandler makes a car joke in light of his mix-up, and so he just sort of says, yeah, like he agrees with him because... He didn't realize that he he like merged the words Lamaze and Mazda. Um, I thought it was like a really funny. It's like a perfect Frank joke or or bit for him. The friends, um, so they kind of like split up. Some of the friends are in the waiting room. Rachel comes over to tell Monica that she just secured dates for the two of them with two nurses. Now, Joey gets wrongfully excited, obviously, because in his brain, they are not male nurses. And the nurses want to take the girls out on Saturday night. And Rachel's super excited. Monica takes a look at Chandler, who adorably is over on the phone. And she declines, which kind of surprises Rachel, since Monica was the one that had given her the advice to move on from Ross. Now, Monica can't, she's like, give me one good reason why we shouldn't, why we can't go, why we shouldn't go. And Monica can't give Rachel a good reason. So she tries to put, like, to trip her up with throwing it back at her, which she's obviously confused by. And she's like, yeah, it's not that easy, is it? So she's just, she's just trying to, like, run circles so that Rachel might, like, forget. And she's like, well, no, we're going. And she says that they also, she agreed that they would go get Jello with them downstairs in the cafeteria if they were still there when the guys' shift ends. And of course, Joey finds an opportunity to make it a little dirty. Um, now, then there's like another, it's like, it's hard to keep track of the cuts because it's all in like literally one place. But now there's a scene where all the guys are in the room with Phoebe. So none of the girls are there. All the guys are there. And Joey comes in and wants Ross to assist him in, like, continuing the documentation of the triplets' birth. And he holds up a newspaper. He's saying, hey, 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 triplets, here's the newspaper, the headlines on the date you were born, which is such a funny concept now because that is, like, people used to get those things framed to show, like, their kids when they grew up. Like, these were the headlines on the day you were born. Like, they even made a joke about that in the office and, like... I think now you can just Google like important things that happened in history on the day I was born. Did you yeah. do you ever do that? Yeah, sometimes like I'll randomly look up like you know who else shares my birthday or yeah like, what happened in that year. Yeah. Anything exciting that you can remember without having to look it up? I don't need you to look it up. Um, I'm just curious. I mean, it's exciting to me. I don't know if it's exciting to anybody else, but I share a birthday with uh, Jeremy Jordan, who is a an actor that I really like. Um, not the same year, but it's the same birthday, like, day. Uh, but as far as the year, no. I honestly can't remember a single thing that happened that year. Okay. I can tell you who the president was, but, like, 
didn't like happen that year so i don't know or maybe mm. it did it was an even year i don't know i'm gonna look it up mine now. was ronald reagan i think mine probably would have been too right or wait was mine an election year mine might have been an election year i'm gonna look it up right now not that it now matters. i'm just now i'm just really curious um yeah there's like events for the whole year which is like a lot of them don't just do like just your birth date Uh, but for mine the oakland athletics beat the san francisco giants to win the 1989 world series there it is there's mine in north at least in america that's what happened um, on on my date the first george bush was president oh okay very very nice yeah i don't think anything else significant happened that year Oh, wait. Mine was George Bush, too. I was because... say, I'm pretty sure ours should be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, I thought it was my date and not like the year. So obviously the year starts, but they're only in office for like 20 days because they hand over. Such a weird time to hand over. But, anyways, we're not going to get into politics on this show. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> That's not our lane, or at least not our podcast. Anyways. Um, so I'm trying to find my notes where I was. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, so he's looking at the newspaper headlines and then he's like, okay, if you're a girl or the girls can turn away now, this one's for the boys. And he pulls out a Playboy magazine for the boy babies. Like... Are you not going to show this to them until, like, they're at least 18? Well, it's Joey, um, so. I know, I know. He's like, let's, and Ross is all up in it, too. I mean, he's, like, zooming in real close. He's like, let's dive right in. And he, like, opens up probably to the centerfold. And, like, they're off in the corner doing all of it. So now Phoebe has another contraction and they are now getting worse. This is the first one that we see that hurts. And Ross is wondering where the girls are. And this is when Chandler finds out that they got asked out by the male nurses, which is going to cause a little bit of a relational rift between him and Monica. Now, Joey doesn't really pick up on his ponderings accurately. Accurately, He's like, male nurses? He's like, yeah, I was surprised too. <laughs> like, or the fact that they were males and not women or something. It's just like it goes wrong. And then he finds out that the date is on Saturday. So he kind of like holds on to that. Now, Joey has another round of pain symptoms, which at first PB, uh, PB, Phoebe. <laughs> that was a good one. I have her in my notes just as P, so so that I don't have to type out her whole name. So I literally. <laughs> Anyways, Phoebe finds out, or she found it sweet at the beginning, but now just wonders if he's trying to steal her thunder. I would imagine that would be annoying. Oh, like, it would be so annoying. No, you don't get this. Right. Like, you cannot, you cannot, you don't get to do that. Right. You don't get to have, like, period cramps with us. Like, you don't understand it. So she's, like, staking her claim. Anyways. Um, now, the doctor comes in, immediately makes a Fonzie reference, and then asks, um, Chandler asks if this Fonzie is a fellow doctor, to which the doctor replies with a less than helpful explanation. 
uh, like doesn't actually explain it to him at all. Um, Which I'm sure Chandler knows, but I think he's trying to, I don't know what he's trying to do, but like, again, like you said, they all played that board game or the strip Happy Days game. Based on like Chandler's face, I think he's just like trying to make sure like, is he really referencing the person or is this something else? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so he's, you know, obviously he doesn't get the real answer. Right. Um, but then Phoebe doesn't feel comfortable with that doctor. And, like, as soon as they go out, they're like, is it, is it really that bad? And she's like, she doesn't feel comfortable at all. And so she tells Ross, like, or she tells them, like, I need a new doctor. And Ross is, like, technically trying to clarify that he's not, like, an impersonator of him. But Phoebe doesn't care. She's like, I just want another doctor who's not crazy and not Fonzie. And then Ross goes to, like, correct her again. But Phoebe just isn't having it. And so he, like, bolts out the room. Now, Chandler and Monica find each other. And Monica is about to tell Chandler what's happening in a mature enough way as she can, you know, with a secret relationship. But Chandler beats her to the punch and tries to get, like, out ahead of it by telling her that it's fine. They're just goofing around. Like, it doesn't matter. To which Monica is obviously surprised by the fact that he said they're just goofing around. Right. And lets him know, like, she is going to go. Or she, um, she, she lets him know that she was going to get out of it, but throws his own stance, like, back in his face and then doubles down. She's like, but if we're just goofing around, I might as well, like, we'll do it. Um, Joey, at this time, like, kind of, like, ends their argument because Joey approaches. He, like, comes in the room to show what he got from the gift shop and then has another sympathy pain attack. And he's, like, telling an older man to get out of a wheelchair for it. <laughs> yeah, like an old man that, like, definitely needs that wheelchair. Definitely. He, the dude was like, no. And he's like, uh, not <laughs> happening. Not gonna happen. Now, uh, so Ross uh, has fulfilled his obligation. He has brought in another doctor to see Phoebe and clearly states he has no strong feelings towards the Fawns or the Happy Days gang. Um, and he's very like, he's overpronunciating. He's making it very clear to which Phoebe asks, what grade is he going into? <laughs> or like, what grade is he, he in? Like Something along those lines. He really did. Those like little curly hair. Yeah. Um, it's very quickly clear that it's not going to work out. And she's like no more confident in this kid than with the other doctor. Which like at this point, like, is it even, are you even allowed to like change doctors? I, I mean, like, you I don't, don't just, like, go pick a random doctor and say, come be my doctor. Here's my question. They work 12-hour shifts, right? Usually, yeah. If you labor for more than 12 hours, does that doctor really stay with you the whole time? Well, or do they switch I out? Mean, I mean, technically, I think, I don't think, like, the doctor, like, in that case, like, because usually, I, I mean, I've never given birth, but usually, at least with my cousin, the way it worked, like, the doctor that she had wasn't there the whole time. Like they came in, they they came in at random times or whatever. And then when it was clear that she was about to give birth, 
then they called the doctor and got him there. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel, and, like, the doctor wouldn't be the one coming in to check on her every few minutes. Like, that would be the nurses. Nurse, right. So, I mean, this whole episode didn't really mm-hmm. make sense, and we don't really need to go into that, but, yeah, it's just odd. If any of you out there are labor nurses or delivery nurses or delivery doctors or labor doctors or baby doctors, whatever, let us know what the normal protocol is. And I would think, I mean, it would be inconvenient, but like you also have a right, I feel like, now I'm getting crunchier the older that I get, so... I follow a lot of people who are, like, birth-empowering, like, you have the right to say how your labor goes, too. (laughs) Um, Obviously, I'm not there in my life yet, so everything could change when I'm actually in it. But I'm like, I feel like you'd you'd have the right to say, I don't want that doctor. Right. Yeah. I just don't know how that works. Like, how many doctors are on at that time then? Or do you not have a choice because there's only one on? That handles, you know, however many laboring at the same time. Or I don't know. Tell us how it works, people. We don't know. Again, this is not the podcast. (laughs) Okay, so Joey gets his symptom pain checked out by a doctor. And he has kidney stones. Mm. Um, He desperately wants it to be something else. Yeah. Um, But the doctor is very clear. It's kidney stones. And he's like, but what if it's, he's like, it's kidney stones. (laughs) He just won't let him give away from it. Uh, Okay, so the old doctor is back with Phoebe again. And he tells Phoebe that the babies are so lucky to be born. um, Or they're so lucky. And she's like, oh, yeah? And it's because it's the Fonz's half birthday. Now the doctor leaves because they're kind of like laughing about it, like under their breath. The doctor leaves. Rachel's talking to Phoebe about, like, how great it is that she's doing this for them. Phoebe agrees and tells Rachel a secret. She wants to keep one. And Rachel's face literally says it all. Yeah. She was obviously not prepared for this type of news. And she literally is like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be on the news. Like, that's exactly what, like, I can imagine the vocal audio of that, like, uh, Manhattan woman steals, like, leaves hospital with one triplet. You know, like, I can definitely see, like... <laughs> Plot twist, it was her brother's. Exactly. It's clickbait 101. Yeah. Steals her brother's babies, and it's hers. Or, you know, like, it's all over. It's all up in that. Um... Uh... Okay, so... The the scene kind of cuts and then, but they're still in there. Rachel goes on to talk kind of some sense into her. Um, Phoebe was like trying to make some arguments, but Rachel was like, she they're going to want all of their children. But Phoebe kind of had this like, you have not because you ask not mantra about it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it doesn't work well, I mean, that. the least. Yeah. She's like, I mean, I could ask, like, if I don't ask, they like can't have the opportunity to say yes um then she asks rachel to ask frank for her i would immediately be like no i'm a friend but i ain't that i ain't that great a friend 
she's like, just feel them out. Um, and then again, Rachel's kind of like, no, I can't do that. And she seems to think that she's gotten through to like Phoebe a little bit, but then Phoebe was like, tell him it's for you, which (laughs) again, I think that's even worse. She really was. It was, it seemed like a weird thing to have Phoebe kind of hold on to. Yeah. Like it was a weird plot thing to have her dig her heels in on when there's been really no, not no indication, but like, this is sort of like, this is like big stakes out of left field. Yeah. So after being checked out by the doctor, Joey is admitted to like a full on room. Ross comes in and is like, Hey, I've heard like, I heard like what happened. And the doctor explains it's kidney stones. Like he keeps repeating. And he explains kind of the status and then what happens next, like what Joey's options are. And Joey's like, nothing is going up me. Like nothing is going up. And he's very emphatic about that. He doesn't even know what the urethra is, but he just knows nothing's going up. Nothing. Um, now back, back with Phoebe again, we're like popping back and forth. Frank's in the room and Phoebe asks like, hey, have you like had the opportunity to talk to Frank yet? Obviously, she hasn't had a minute alone with him. So she hasn't really. The doctor randomly chuckles about the fawns like in the background. He's like, so <laughs> weird. <laughs> As if he's just like remembering a scene out of nowhere. Yeah, it's just hilarious. I think it would make more sense if it wasn't out of left field, but it's literally out of nowhere. Like he's just over in the corner checking charts, chuckling on about fawns. Now, Rachel mentions who she likes in the show and instant, like instant regret. Yeah, she said Um, Mork. Mork. Okay, got it. I don't know who that is. So that's why I I was like, did she say Mark? I don't either. I just know that it was played, that character was played by Robin Williams. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I do know that he was on the show. But it was like, as soon as she said that, because she was like trying to relate to him. But as soon as she said it, his like look was like, how dare you? But almost like betrayal. And he didn't even know these people, but he was hurt. Like she instantly regrets. Phoebe's like, make it better, make it better, make it better. (laughs) She's like, oh, God. Um uh, so Monica and Chandler come in and Frank says that Alice will be there so soon. And can you do him a favor and hold them in there to Phoebe? And right. Phoebe's like, yeah, I'm kind of in the middle of the last favor you asked me to do, which is hilarious. That's such good writing. Um, the nurse comes in one of the nurses and Rachel makes an introduction to Monica and like points like that one's yours. Like this one's for you. And she gives Chandler kind of a, like a quick side eye glance. And then she goes all in for it. Chandler tries to like undermine him, but he ends up coming out on top of his arguments with him. And because of Chandler's insecurity, he randomly asks out like the nurse, like a random nurse that's leaving the room, which is a big fat no. And then Phoebe has a big contraction and they cut to Joey doing the same. It's like a quick back and forth, which is kind of really funny. Mm-hmm. Again, they're trying to parallel the fact that they're both the same, which is not. But uh, two different things. Now, Frank is freaking out because Alice should be there by now. They're in like a different room. He's just got off the phone call. They're like out in the waiting area. 
And Rachel takes this chance to broach the topic. Again, Rachel's a much better friend than I. She starts by saying like, man, Frank, three kids. That's a lot, huh? And he says, not to me, which is super sweet. And then she's like, you know what? I tried. Like, fair enough is what she says. Fair enough. Like, that's her argument. And then it's like, no, I guess we're good. Bye. (laughs) Like, if he thinks three kids is fine, like her way of approaching it, any sort of kickback. Fair enough. She's that's her out. She took it first. First, like the first instance of an out. She gone. Yep. Uh, now she is 10 centimeters and the doctor asked that everyone who is not the father to leave. Um, Monica makes like a really big deal of saying goodbye to Dan, you know, in front of Chandler, of course. And then they leave. The doctor asks for some tools and channel 31. When Phoebe was like, what's that? The answer is in the form of a song. And what is the song? The The theme of happy, of happy days. Phoebe was like, no. <laughs> okay, so in this moment, first off, I would scream at the doctor if that happened. Um, I'd be like, turn it off Yeah, no. I'd be like, uh, no. Um, and then during this scene, if you watch Frank's hands, I noticed it because I feel like this is just something I would notice. Mm. Um, his hands go from having gloves on to not having gloves on. Which, technically, I mean, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse or anything, but, like, technically, he should be gowned. Like, he should have a gown on and gloves, just because it's a sterile environment. But he doesn't. But he goes from having gloves on his hand to not. Like, every time it, like, cuts to a different angle, it's, like, it's different um, throughout the entire scene. And then also, a fact, when giving birth to triplets, women typically have C-sections to prevent complications that can arise during a natural birth because of having so many kids. Mm -hmm. But the show obviously went through with a natural birth, most likely because C-sections were not allowed to be shown on TV. Ah. Which is... That's interesting. Interesting, because, like, I mean, you don't have to show, like, the guts part. You can just, like, be at the head of the, the person giving birth the whole time. I don't know. But... Right. Yeah, so I found that interesting because I was thinking, like, while she was giving birth, I'm like, this just seems weird. Like, I feel like people that have multiple kids at the same time, like, typically have C-sections. But I didn't question Mm. it. It's so interesting, just the entire concept of, like, one, I felt like the bed was at a really high angle. Yeah. Um, Even though they need you to, like, you kind of have to, like, crunch yourself to like push it's like that bed was at a really high but she was like practically sitting up that's what i mean And like you you realize that you can't sit on that and have babies at the same time like yeah that's what i mean like the angle of it was ridiculous it was was so like everything that's why i'm like maybe we shouldn't even draw attention because the whole thing was wrong and we all know that and the bed being in the the middle of the room just obviously it's just to get people behind her but it's just like Joey's bed was against the wall. Like that's how you that's how it is. That's just how it is. Yeah. And then the other thing that bothers me, and it's like this in every TV show, obviously, because you can't like you can't like show the blanket or like up around the knees, like skirting the area and have like a doc like a person looking up there. Right. But he's like, I can see the head. And as he's saying that, you're looking at the angle of his eyes and the sheets are like all the way down, like to her ankles. 
and the feet aren't elevated enough to even pretend as if he's looking up there. I don't understand why they don't just put on like, hey, put on a pair of nude colored spandex shorts that cover everything that aren't sheer and then like hike the legs up like you normally would and put the thing at like a reasonable height. But like as he's saying it, you see he's looking at the blanket. It just it just bothers me. Yeah. There's like obviously no view of the goods and there's a reason why, but they could at least pretend better. In my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, now, just right before that, he's like, it's time to start pushing for Phoebe and start peeing for Joey because it cuts back and forth between the two of them. And then it goes into like the I can see the head. Now, the father is excited. He's like, it has a head. He's so pumped. Um, baby one is out. It's a boy. Frank comes barreling out into the waiting room and says it's a boy. Frank Jr. Jr. The friends kind of like laugh about that a little bit. And then uh, Rachel's like, how does he look? And she's like, he's like so gross. And he goes like right back in the room. He's super pumped. Um, then it's the next, the baby comes out. It's a girl again. Frank comes bounding out. Leslie. And he's like, two kids. How scary is that? And then he goes back in. And then they're in there. They're waiting for baby number three. He's like, come on, Chandler. Come out. Like, we're ready for you. And we find out that Chandler is a girl. Um, He comes out into the waiting room. He announces that. He's like, Chandler is a girl. And Chandler makes a joke about, like, old memories flooding back in. And he keeps saying it over and over. Alice arrives, though. She's late, but she's there. And, like... All the babies are there and healthy and they start just going at it in the middle of the waiting room, like laying down on couches and everything. And I have to say, Jennifer Anderson does a really great, like trying to leave. Yeah. Like the way she's like, kind of like indecisive, like what's direction to go. Like she plays it off really well. Yeah. Like I liked it a lot. Um, now Joey passed the kidney stone and in much the same way that the people are googly eyeing the babies is the same way that they play the parallel of this storyline with Joey of him, like having the kidney stones inside a glass and like, they're so tiny and them looking at each other like deep in their eyes. Like, it's just really funny. Yeah. So, um, after Joey's kidney stones are removed, and the doctor hands them that little bottle with them in it. If you look yeah. closely, you can clearly see that they're Tic Tacs <laughs> in the bottle. Um, like the orange ones? <laughs> I think they're the white Just ones. Kidding. But um, kidney oh stones gosh. are typically yellow in color and misshapen, like a spiky rock, mm-hmm. which makes them passing, which makes passing them so painful. Like, I've never had kidney stones, and I pray I never do, no. but um i've heard they're very painful so i understand why he was like the way he was but in comparison to childbirth i don't think so but they definitely are not tic tacs so that is so funny i didn't even notice that um now there's like they're in the hallway somewhere channel clear Chan- oh my gosh. Chandler catches up with Monica. <laughs> what was that, Chandler? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what other word I was trying to say. But anyways, okay. Chandler catches up with Monica saying goodbye to the nurse. 
and asks, like, are you really going to go out with him? And Monica's like, we're just goofing around. And if we're just goofing around, I may as well goof around with him. And she kind of sits down and seems, you know, like she's saying it just for the sake of, like, trying to keep it up on her end. But you can tell she's, like, kind of sad about it. Now, Chandler comes to, like, really make amends. Um, He talks about, like, the definition of goofing around. And it's, like, two friends who care a lot about each other. And he's super sweet about it. And it's eventually just gets her to say that, like, she's, she's going to cancel. Like, she's going to cancel, you know, the date on Saturday. And... He's like, I'm not good at this at one point. And she's like, you're better than you think you are. And then uh, he, like, is about to talk more. And she's like, stop while you're ahead, pretty much. She's like, I'm going to go tell Dan. So when he when she gets up to leave, essentially, she's like, don't do the dance. Because Chandler's about to do the dance in the background. Um. Now they're all in the room together. This is kind of the closing out scene of the main part of the episode. Monica's like holding the baby. And she's like, I think you're my favorite. And someone's like, which one do you have? And she's like, doesn't like, I don't care. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, which one? Rachel comes in and her and Phoebe talk about like what Frank said. Like, Rachel has to break the news to her. And Phoebe's so sad. I do have to say they did a great job with, um, Phoebe's makeup in this episode like at this part because she really does look like baby tired like I I just had babies yeah. tired yeah she did um now her hair does change in the in this part of the episode I don't know if you caught that but the continuity like her pigtails they were in like what looks like to be like a messy bun at the base but they're pigtails in one of the in one of the quick cuts when it's more like near the cam the camera nearest Rachel looking at Phoebe um it shows that like it just wraps the hair around it as opposed to having a messy bun but then it cuts to the one that's looking like the camera that's closer to Phoebe looking more at Rachel and then it's back to like the messy bun so I just had to kind of call that out nice. um but then she asks for a minute alone with the babies and they lay them all on the little half moon pillow thing and she's like, you know, it feels like just a little bit ago I was talking to a Petri dish, which I thought was a great writer callback. Um, and she's essentially saying her goodbyes. And I may have cried a little bit. Yeah, it was Some really of these sweet. episodes get me. It was just so sweet. She's like, I guess I'll have to settle, like, to be your favorite aunt. Um, she's like, I know that other one has a pool, but I carried you, like, for nine months. Um, she cries. Um, there's one view that's over her shoulder. And can I just say those are three very different looking babies? Uh, yeah. Like you can tell they didn't get triplets for this episode. Right. <laughs> they look different. All of them. Like from different people. Like you can tell. I just had to call that out. Okay. Anything about the main part of the episode that you wanted to give fun facts on? You wrote a lot. And I felt like you didn't say um, a lot. No, I mostly wrote a lot just so I could, like, remember what happens. Like, mm -hmm. it was, like, nothing major. Um, uh, I do have some final facts that I can just say. Okay. Fair. Oh, I could just say them now. Um, so 
this is Lisa Kudrow's favorite episode. Aw. Which it's very much her episode, so I could see why. Um, yeah. And then Deborah Jo Roop, I think that's how you say it, who reoccurred as Alice, was given time away from her new role as Kitty Foreman on that 70s show to appear in this episode. Um, and this was also her final appearance. Like, we will not see Alice again. Mm. Um, and then in reality, Lisa Kudrow was no longer pregnant by the time of this episode. Her son Julian was born on May 7th, 1998. Thus, her belly mm. was fake. And at the very end of the episode, Rachel asks Phoebe if labor and birth really hurts as much as everybody says it does. I think this is in the tag. Um, yeah, it is. And she replies... She says, you won't be able to handle yeah, it. Yeah, she said, you won't be able to take it. But, spoiler <laughs> alert, and fast forward 30 seconds if you haven't watched the rest of the show. Um, in the season 8 finale, this indeed turns out to be the case as Rachel has a 21-hour labor and her daughter was breached, therefore making Rachel's labor more intense. Dang. Nice. Yeah, so in the tag, all the friends are sitting around in the room. They brought a bunch of chairs in. And they're like, man, Phoebe, you're amazing. She's like, I know. <laughs> like She knows it. And uh, like you just said, Rachel asks if it's as bad as they say. And she says, yes, you won't be able to take it. Chandler wonders out loud. I wonder what they're going to name like the third baby now that she's a girl. <laughs> and Phoebe's like, Chandler. Chandler. <laughs> like her name's Chandler. Um, he's like kind of a masculine name, don't you think? And then Phoebe says, it works for you. <laughs> so good so good i love the name chandler for a girl it's on my baby names list yeah i think it i think it's neutral it goes either way i think so i think more now in the in the world of unisex baby names true i i feel like that is more the case now than it was back in the late 90s yeah but i love it okay favorite scene it's hard when it's all in the same place. <laughs> it really is. Um, I think I'm going to say the sweet moment that Phoebe had with the triplets after they were born. Dang it. Same. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to expound on it. It's just such a sweet moment. And I think um, Phoebe, as we've mentioned, doesn't get a whole lot of time like on storylines, really, like big storylines. So I just love that this whole episode was about her and that they gave her that moment. Yeah. I completely agree. Episode rating? I'm going to say seven, seven, seven. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I, and that's pretty high. I will say that's pretty high for me. That is high. Um, and I'm, I'm saying this you. in the context of the fact that they were in one place the whole time. So they were in just the hospital. I think they did a pretty good job at like making it like a well-rounded episode with like different storylines, but like. Mm-hmm. keeping like the main thing the main thing which was phoebe's birthing these triplets um obviously there's definitely some like continuity when it comes to like how actual birthing happens and i'm setting that aside um i just think overall like it was funny it was unexpected it was really sweet so, like i think they did a good job for like the birth birthing process because like it's been like what half a season of her being pregnant and to like yeah. all culminate in this like one 100th episode was pretty special. So that's where I am. Nice. I'm going to give it an Unagi. Okay. 
Um, very much in the middle for me. Not extra exciting. Not not extra exciting. I do love that Phoebe got her own like time in the episode, even by herself with the triplets, just to kind of wrap up her storyline with them. Even though like we'll see them again, but just obviously not to the same degree. And then I obviously don't love that like Monica and Chandler weren't seen eye to eye in this episode. Um, but I thought it was I'd give like a runner up favorite scene to when they kind of reconcile. And he's being really sweet and they, you know, kind of are back on good terms again. So, yeah, right in the middle for me. Um, okay, post-show wrap-up. It's trivia time. All right. What was the name of the woman who raised Phoebe? Phoebe. No, that's her mother. Wait. Lisa. Mary. Mm, are you just going to name a bunch of names? It's Mary. No, it's Lily. Oh, dang it. Um, I said Lisa. Yeah, you're halfway there. <laughs> You're halfway You're like, there. yeah, you're wrong. Okay. Um, what's the name of Gunther's uh, roommate? still wrong. Oh, my gosh. Dang. I don't know. I'm not going to know Is that. Is it Trevor? That's not even in the recesses of my Jasmine? mind somewhere. When does he say that? Jasmine? It's a girl? Yeah. When did we, when did we talk about that? I don't know. One of our friends is going to tell us, though, for sure. Yeah, please. Please let us know. Remind us when that happens. Yes. I forgot we, like, see Gunther again. He kind of shows up sporadically and so sporadically that it's like, you never know. Yeah, true. Jasmine. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. Um. Okay. Wrapping up from some social media spotlights from last week when we had a plethora because we did not record for an entire month. You know what I thought was really funny? What? That instead of just taking a break between season four and season five of recording, we recorded season five of episode one and then took a month off. <laughs> we very much did. Yes. I just thought that was funny. Um, okay. So some of our friends reached out to us in that time frame. Now, a few of them just sent us, and I don't mean just like in a condescending way, but there's nothing for me to necessarily read. Um, but we did get a reel shared to us by a new friend. Um, uh, I'm going to, I'm really not going to pronounce this right. The, the um, handle name on Instagram, ironically, as I'm reading this, you're active right now, which seems really creeperish to me. Um, it's uh, <laughs> because it feels like I'm stalking them, even though like I'm reading the DM that they sent us, you know, I don't know. It's Vijay, uh, Vijay, Vijay, Vijay Aragavan, Aragavan. So that's, that's that. Try. They sent that's us. Thanks. It's not, but I appreciate you uh, trying to help me. Um, that they sent us a reel. So thank you for reaching out for the first time and sending us a funny or a good reel. Then another new friend, uh, Fran Emmerich. She sent us a response to our, um, again, my dog stepped on a bee and then Ross saying, fine by me. Uh, she laughed and then she said, what a coincidence. I'm listening to your last episode right now. I love your podcast, by the way. And so we said, thanks, Fran. We always appreciate feedback. She said, I used to listen on my commute to work. Today, I'm listening before bed. 
And um, I responded and just said, nice. Um, And that's pretty much how I listen to my podcast, which is on the way to work since I have like a half hour drive. So thank you, Fran, for messaging us for the first time. Then we have, actually, I'm going to save a few more for the next episode. I'm spacing these out. Yes. Thank you. I know. I know. Isn't that great? Thanks, Social Media Spotlight. We appreciate you guys, as always, reaching out to us. And now, the coveted, the most memorable parts of our episodes, recommend to a friend. How many people, how many people do you think get to the end of our recap and, and then they just come, like skip the rest of the episode? Oh, like at least 95% of them. <laughs> at least 95%. Yeah, I'm going to guess. That's why nobody. <laughs> I'm going to guess there's like maybe 10 people out there. Like, and that's being generous that actually listen to the end of our episodes. Honestly, that even listened to like three quarters of our episodes. Yeah, the stats on the uh, first 10 seconds, the drop is just real staggering. But we don't care. So again, it makes me want to quit every time I look. So I just don't look (laughs) because it's a bad drop off. Anyways, um, and that also that also makes me it makes sense if people don't stay to the very end because then they wouldn't hear us say if you have a recommend to a friend right. send it to yeah. us because everybody yeah, has stuff they would recommend we say that at the beginning and we've gotten like two people just, just like <laughs> trial and error just like within the first 10 seconds we're like send us your recommend to a friend like before they can cut yeah. out uh, okay. okay i think you should we'll try the next because i always go first okay we'll try it the next episode okay i have an app that will revolutionize your travel that's a pretty just bold in general. claim. Can I just say that? It is a pretty bold claim. Um, I only have the free version, and there are, mind you, a lot more benefits to buying the paid version, of course. Obviously, the company wants you to be incentivized to pay them money for an annual subscription. I just don't have – I don't travel enough to justify the money for that, like, on a consistent basis. However, it's an app called TripIt. And I started using it for work because I coordinate travel for um, our company has people that we call personalities that do speaking events. They're on podcasts, TV, network, like radio, (sighs) reviewers, like all the things. And if they go on a trip to do like a recording in person or go to an event, like I book that, I book that for them sometimes. And in order to make it easy, as opposed to printing out like a paper agenda with all of their, the flight details, the how they're going to get their cars there, where do they park, who's all going, um, if they have a car service, if they have rent, like rental car confirmation numbers, and then if where they're staying in their hotel and how they're going to get there and like all the things. So TripIt is an app where you can combine all of the information that you need and upload it into an easy to see app that shows you on a timeline where you're supposed to be and when you're going to be there. And one of the best parts is that you don't have to manually enter the information if you have a confirmation email that comes through. So for example, Last week, I told Llewellyn and you guys that I am going to New York with my girls. So as a way to 
manage our flights, our Airbnb, our um, Hamilton movie tickets. All I had to do was take the confirmation. And because it's in the email address that I used to sign up for the TripIt app, I just forward the email to TripIt. They give you an email address to send it to. And it automatically populates all the info so that when I click on it, I know when I need to depart, um, what my confirmation number is. It gives me maps of the airports that I'm going to be at inside so I can see like what terminals and things like that. It gives me all my flight and airline info. It can hold all of my, if I had any, like rewards points. Um, It can manage all of that for you. In the paid version, it can even update you in real time if there's any delays or cancellations right in the app. And then um, it'll have addresses in there so you can automatically like map to the place that you need to go. And the whole trip will have a map, so that way it shows you like a map view of, okay, so I'm coming from Tennessee, and it shows like the little icons of the flight, where I'm landing, um, where I'm landing, and how I'm getting there on a time on a time frame. And then I just sent the plans to my girlfriends as a certain like level. You can send it to people as viewers if you don't want them to edit details. So like for you guys who have families maybe and you're the one that's managing the trip but you want your, you know, adult children or or teens that have phones to be able to have their their agendas as well. All you have to do is forward all your information to the app and it puts it all in one place that everyone can interact with at the same time. So all of my all of our Airbnb is in there. Our tickets are in there for Hamilton. Um, you can add notes. You can even make, you can manually add things if you don't have like a confirmation. But like, so you have a confirmation from Airtable because you made dinner reservations every night. You could put all of those in there. It's just an easy way to manage all of the things that you're doing on a trip. So highly recommend trip it to a friend. It's an app. And I think especially like if you travel a lot, it'll keep all your information in one place. And like who doesn't use its phones nowadays to access all their information? And instead of having to like navigate through your email to try and find all your confirmation numbers and QR codes and 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 like all your like all the random apps, it puts it all together. So I know that's a really long explanation, but just try it out. The free version is great if you travel a lot it might be worth the paid version um because they have a lot more features so recommend to a friend trip it get it love it use it nice um i'm gonna keep buying (laughs) shorter than that um thanks yeah i spent like 10 minutes but it's because it's so good yes i am just gonna recommend that if you guys have them in your country town city state Mm. whatever it is you live in um if you have escape rooms I highly recommend that you get a group of, group of friends together and go. Um, now, I'm going to recommend that you have at least three minimum or four Ooh. people. You can do five, but I think like three and four is like a good number because you don't want to overcrowd the room, but you also like need people. So sure. just go find like one um, that looks interesting to you and do it. Um, okay. For those of you out there that might be thinking, why would I want to go pay to be locked in a room? They can't legally lock you in the room, so it's never locked, <laughs> FYI. Nice. You can always nice. walk That's out. That's good to know. Uh, but they're just really fun. And if you like puzzles, um, they're, it's just a good, like, 
literally takes an hour because you're in the room for an hour or less. So it's all up to you. And honestly, I think I've done before moving to Florida. I'd only ever done one. Now mm. that I've lived here, I think I've done five. So what? Yeah, they're a lot of fun. And they're like they're challenging and like they make you like think as a human, which can be challenging for humans these days, I feel like. Um, but yeah, they're roast. <laughs> Well, it's good to just, like, get out of, you know, like, your norm and, like, get out of watching TV or, like, being on your cell phone and, like, because I feel like, especially nowadays, I don't know about other people, but with me, it's, like, if I'm hanging out with people, we're either, like, at a restaurant or going to get coffee and it's just, like, you know, really we're sitting there on our phones doing whatever um, and, like, not really interacting or we are interacting, but it's, like, surface level stuff. But I feel like this is something different that you can like go to and even like after we've been done at the escape rooms like we'll still hang out afterwards and like talk about all the things we did wrong or could have done better Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's a fun like group activity to like bring people like closer i don't know Mm -hmm. it's cool i love them um i've failed just as many times as i've passed i've i've done an even number and i've failed and passed the same times but they're fun so if you have any escape rooms, I highly recommend doing them. Um, one question to ask, I won't go into details, but one question to ask is, will there be a live person interacting with Ooh. us during this? Because I had one where somebody scared us every couple of minutes and it was the worst experience of my life. So <laughs> I <laughs> highly recommend asking, will there be a live person in this room That's with me so before funny. you enter the room? Did it look like a mannequin or was it just like a random person sitting there and every once in a while they uh, No, no, it was a it was a live human. Um it was called the basement and we were being hunted by a cannibalistic serial killer. So Oh shoot. <laughs> yeah. It was terrifying. And I will never Dang. do one like that again. So Okay. But other okay. than that, I've had great experiences. And you should too. Good. I've never done an escape room, and I really want to because I feel like I'd be fantastic at oh, it. You would be great. You would be. But great. it's just, it's just never been like a. Hey guys, do we want to go to an escape room tonight? Like it just hasn't come up. They're fun. It should. They're really fun. Um, and okay. One clue that I'll give you because people get hung up, hung up on this all the time. Unless mm. it otherwise states, you only ever use one clue one time. Because, like, a lot of times people will be like, oh, well, I'll hold on to this picture because it's got other things on it. We might need it. And it's like, no, we've used it. Put it down. Uh, move on. Because, like, you can get hung up and then you end up losing because you're, like, stuck too on much that. too much time. So, yeah. That's good to know. Okay. I feel like I've got a yes. one-up on it, on people who haven't had the experience. Yeah. I love escape Such rooms. as myself. So if ever I come visit you, we should do that. Okay. Or you come visit uh, me. Yes. That sounds amazing. I would definitely be down for that. We'd have to go with some of your friends if you're here. Or I'm there. Yeah. If we're here, we'll go with my friends. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyways. Um, okay. Next week, we are going to cover the one where Phoebe hates PBS. Two Phoebe episodes in a row. Look at that. Woo woo. All right, friends. We will catch you next week on the Mom and Friends podcast. <laughs>